Welcome to the Western New York Entrepreneur Podcast, helping Western New York entrepreneurs take the next step in their business. If you love Western New York and entrepreneurship, this is the podcast for you. Whether you have been in business for 20 years or 20 minutes, there is something for everyone. David Schaub interviews the top entrepreneurs in Western New York so you can take your next step in your own business. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the West York Entrepreneur Podcast. Thank you for joining us. I know it's really busy with the holidays and everything that's going on in the month of December. And speaking of December, today is December 1st. So welcome to December um, and uh, our fellow entrepreneurs right here in Western New York. Um, before I dive right into our guest, which we have an awesome guest today, we have Stephanie. Uh, Stephanie Kennedy from Reach DMS. Uh, Stephanie, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. I'm excited to have you. And for those that don't know, Stephanie actually runs our social media. So if you love what we're doing, at least from the past you know, a couple of weeks here or so, we actually just brought her on. I've known Stephanie for a few years now. And if you know me, I'm about relationships. I'm about finding out who you really are, especially when I can't, you know, you know, I'm, I, I can't, you know, if I'm not a client of yours or if I can't use you, whatever you want to call it. I like to know who people really are. And Stephanie has stood out the last couple of years. So I'm really happy to, to formally bring her on and formerly have her on the podcast. But like I said, I have a quick announcement. So we are doing our annual Christmas party. So we're having an ugly sweater Christmas party at the Spalding Lake Clubhouse in Clarence. You're like, well, why the Spalding Lake Clubhouse? Well, if you don't know, I run their neighbor magazine. So that comes with a little special privileges to get things like their clubhouse. It's December 7th. So it's this upcoming Tuesday. If you're listening to it before the 7th, it's at 5.30 p.m. It's an ugly sweater. So grab you know, go to your grandpa's house and grab that sweater, you know, or your, or, and, and grab their <laughs> closet, if you will. We're having a white elephant gifting. So we're partnering up with two local stores. Uh, we are having all the drinks and food included. I think it's 12 bucks to go or something like that. And we're having a 50-50 raffle for Grow Buffalo. So if you have not RCP yet and you're looking for a fun Christmas party to go to, to meet other local entrepreneurs on a very fun level. And by the way, sorry, AD kicked in. I actually just ordered all of our Christmas ornament stuff. We're actually going to make our own Christmas ornaments at the uh, the Spalding Clubhouse. So, anyways, if you're an RSCP, go to our website at wnyentrepreneur.com. So, that being said, let's get to the reason why we're really here, which is to talk to Stephanie. Stephanie, if you don't mind, for those that don't know you, who are you? How did you get into what you do today? What problems do you solve? Things of that nature. So um, I started Reach Digital Media Solutions about four years ago. I was just fresh out of college and I wanted to do something that I was really passionate about. And Joyce DeLong from Allegra Printing in Chictawaga actually helped me figure out exactly what that was. And it was being a consultant. Um, at the time, I had no idea what I was doing. I, you know, I had gone to school for strategic communication and digital media. I had a minor in marketing and I was like, you know, I don't know what I really want to do. And there was a lot of focus on social media and digital marketing as a whole in my major. So I started doing internships that had a lot to do with social media. So once I started being a consultant, that's when everything started to come to fruition. And now we're here four years later, and this is my full-time job. And I've worked with over 60 businesses, um, not only in the Buffalo area, but I've also worked in the Hudson Valley. I've worked in, with people from Virginia, Texas. I've worked with so many different people from all over. So it's been a really fun experience. And um, I basically what I do is I'm a social media empowerment consultant, and I 
assist in sharing my knowledge about social media with business owners. And that really helps me not only help them hone in on their business and their branding, but it also gets them to another place with their social media that they want to go to. Yeah, that's awesome. So I have to ask, so obviously it's been a cool couple of years for you. And and I might be putting you on the spot here, but don't mind me. I do that a lot, unfortunately. (laughs) (laughs) So used to that. But what is the biggest thing you think you've learned the past couple of years? So if you could tell yourself now, obviously, I'm a big person. Don't worry about the past. But I still like to learn, hey, what do you for those that are thinking about doing what you do? What's one thing that you wish you knew? Uh, One thing I wish that I didn't do was actually when I was starting my business, I thought that working with other people with with in their business as an employee would be beneficial, but I actually found that it wasn't. I did. I found that I wasn't learning quite as much being an employee as I was as a consultant. And there's also just a, a completely different level of um, trust and respect in that regard when it came to um, doing someone's social media as a team player versus as an employee. So it was definitely one thing that I learned. If someone wanted to do something like this, just do it on your own. Make sure that you are going solid with what you're doing. I did still learn a lot from those experiences, but at one point I had five jobs and I don't think that was super necessary. (laughs) Yeah, I'm with you. I think all of us, you know, have that moment where like, oh, I should have stopped doing this sooner. Or started, yeah. or I should have started doing this. And we all have that. That's just that, right? And it's just oh, yeah. um, paying attention to that. And as we get, I'll use the word more mature. I don't want to say older because sometimes we get dumber as we get older. I feel like, or sometimes we just like, <laughs> at least I'll speak for me. I start losing my marbles or something, but um, I don't remember things as, as, as good as I used to. But the point is that when we pay attention to that, I think we make better decisions because we're more mature and we pay attention to those things. Um, I, I, I love these questions that we have written down for today. So let's dive in. Um, okay. What... You know, what should business owners stop doing and start doing in terms of social media? Because I'm sure I got to imagine, obviously, social media is your game. It's what you do. It's your arena. I got to imagine when you're scrolling and seeing other people's social media, you're like, ah, oh, they need to stop doing this or they should really start doing this. Um, <laughs> like the cringeworthy moments. What do you, what do you got for a step? So the first thing I, I always tell my clients when we're working together is stop worrying about what you think about the posts. So what you think may not be necessarily what your audience is thinking. You have to think like your audience instead of like yourself because you are not your target market. So when it comes to that, a lot of business owners get really wrapped up in the content and they don't think about how they're actually reaching their audience. So that's a really big problem that I see when I'm working with a client um, is just trying to get past that point of this is not about you. It's about your audience. So when you, when you're thinking about your branding and you're thinking about what you want to do with your social media, think about what your target, what your ideal client would want to see and have fun with it. A lot of people don't like to have fun on social media anymore. And it's, you know, it, it prevents you from making that personal connection, just like Dave was talking about making those personal connections and making and creating those relationships. You have to do that on social media as well. Yeah. So that being said, I, a lot of times I feel like we're all using the same template. We're just putting a different word on it right? <laughs> um, and things of that nature. So what is an idea for people to kind of break out of the white noise is what I want to use. Like, how do they get out of that um, generic? Because when you do generics, you know, it's just, you know, the, the it's not as fruitful. So any, any ideas that to break out of that norm? 
So there's a few things that you could do, whether that's making a video that's more personable. Um, I know Dave, you do a really good job of this um, and making uh really using your resources when it comes to reels. Reels are super, super helpful in that regard because it reaches audiences that you might not have reached before. Also, like I said, just having fun with it. Don't think too much about what the post is going to be necessarily, but just come from a place of passion and love for what you do. Especially when you're a solopreneur, people want to hear from you. People want to hear what you have to say because you are the expertise in that field. Um, another way that you can do that is also doing branding photography, which is something that I've done the past couple of years, just to show showcase your personality a little bit and really brand yourself within that. And also makes things very consistent throughout all of your marketing materials as well. Um, which is the biggest part for me that I love. And people know my face because of it now. And a lot of people like to hide behind their brands, but you really should be upfront when it comes to it, especially if you're just building your brand. Yeah, I think that's really good. So what are some things that you noticed have changed in the past like year, year and a half? Because I got to imagine with Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, that their algorithms change constantly. Um, they allow like certain things to be posted, not to be posted, or they shut down posts or not even shut down, but like they just don't show it as often. Um, so what are yeah. some things that um, you think business owners can do to um, to kind of, and right now, I know obviously it's December 1st, it could change tomorrow morning. We I, we understand that. So mm-hmm. what are some things that business owners can do to, to make sure they're not getting stuck in, 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 or actually taking advantage of the algorithm, I guess is one way to say it. So one thing I, I want to point out is just something that I learned recently is that the hashtags that you are putting on Instagram or Facebook or LinkedIn, you're not going to want to use them as much on Facebook and LinkedIn as much as you want to use them in Instagram, but they actually have a rule of like three to five now instead of like 30, which is the school of thought that we had before. And those three to five should be extremely relevant to your post. They should be extremely like niche to your post because what you're going to want to do is really niche down to that because if people are following certain hashtags or tags that that's what's going to pop up for them so really niche down to where you're at whether that's you know skincare whether that is a limo service what what have you you just have to really scale down those hashtags um so that's a big thing that just changed also video does so much better than anything else on all platforms now. People want more personable uh, outreach. They want they don't want ads coming at their face all the time. They don't want all of these different marketing tools coming into their feed all the time. They they want personable you know connection mm-hmm. because within the, this last year and last two years rather with COVID we don't we haven't gotten that personal connection. And especially with a lot of what's going on with our mental health crisis, just putting things out that are really inspiring and making somebody's day instead of just putting out everything that has to do with just your business. Also try to reach out to your audience in a more relatable way, because with Facebook too, they're trying to make it more relatable. They're trying to make it more family friendly. So be aware of that when you're putting out your marketing strategy. Yeah, it's so good. And um, that, that's one thing that's really worked for, for me is just kind of being me. And, and what I mean by that is I'm goofy and I, you know, sometimes I, you're right. Don't worry about the post. And I'm like, am I good enough in this video? Is this really relevant to people? Are people going to care about this? And, you know, if I'm just being vulnerable for a moment, I'm like, is this even valuable? Like, I think it is, but does anybody else see that valuable? And putting yourself out there is so important. Cause I know I, sometimes I have you know a lot of friends. I'm like, 
hey, you post a lot on social media, but you should do more video. And he's like, well, I don't know. I'm like, dude, I, I you know, I, I, you know, I don't like the way I look. I'm like, well, you know what? That, that's a rule. But what you see in your videos, how you look anyway. So like, you know, so my, my point is that I think it's so important. So I love that you said that. Now, I think it's also what you said. I caught that is target market. You mm-hmm. talked about like hitting your target market. So, so how do you define your target market? How do you find it? Um, how do you reach them? Things of that nature and social media. So when it comes to your target market, you really have to think about your ideal client, who that ideal client is. And then that is your target market. That ideal client is your target market. So when you are thinking about your strategy, think about how they would be thinking. Put yourself in their shoes. What do they want? What is? What are their desires for a better future for themselves? What? How can your product or your service help them have a better, you know, outcome in the future. Think about that and then target or target that audience with the content that you have. Hmm. I love it. So how do you, um, so now that you know your target market, is there a better way to, to reach that? So depending on how you are doing your social media. So I specialize in organic social media. So that is not with paid ads, but using paid ads can target a specific market. Um, Depending on exactly what you're doing with the ad, it may limit you to what you can do. So like if you're putting a job posting out, you can't target down to a specific audience. But if you're just putting out an ad for maybe a package for for the holidays that's coming up, um, that's where you're going to want to really niche down to your radius and then your age group, um, men or women or both, and then go from there with your ads. But when it comes to actually reaching out to your target audience, I would really suggest doing reels on Instagram because reels are optimized in a way that they pop on pe- pop up on people's feeds that Instagram feels that they would really like this content. So what the algorithm has been doing is really evaluating the videos and really seeing where that video would fit into the feed for someone who is interested in that topic or someone who has posted about a similar topic. So that's how you can best reach your audience. Hey, really quick. I just want to interrupt your podcast momentarily to let you know of a unique or new or different way to reach local business owners right here in Western New York through the Western New York Entrepreneur Podcast. We have an array of different options for business owners to reach uh, again, other business owners in the area, other entrepreneurs, whether it's being uh, blasted on our social media pages, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, we have thousands of followers alone on our Instagram page, uh, whether it being on our email blast where we literally have over 3000 subscribers to local entrepreneurs that you know have tuned into our podcast here and or something like this, actually getting a 45 second to one minute commercial, letting them know or letting other entrepreneurs locally here know what you can provide in terms of products or services. So if you're interested, again, in a unique or different way to be introduced or to let other entrepreneurs locally here know about you and your business, why don't you send us an email at david at westernnewyorkentrepreneur.com. That's david at wnyentrepreneur.com. And does it help to hashtag reels by any chance, Stephanie, to help them help them find more of your target audience of who would like your video? Does that help? Absolutely. So okay. definitely use hashtags. Like like I said, that three to five rule still applies for reels, but reels are one of those things that really reach to the audience even without the hashtags. 
Now, I heard some rumors that you can hashtag in the comments so it doesn't do that, or you can hashtag uh, in the actual post itself. Where do, where do you What do you say about that? It's all different schools of thought. I usually put it right in the post, um, but you can put it in the comments. It works the same way. It does work the same way. Okay, I was to know if it helps if you do A, that, or do B. I don't know. You know, so that's why we have you, because I don't, I don't have to think about this <laughs> stuff. <laughs> so now that being said, you mentioned branding a lot. You know, how, how important is branding in the grand schema of people's business and social media presence? So branding is extremely important when it comes down to it, because it creates that brand recognition throughout, you know, whatever you're doing, whether that's your social media marketing, um, giving out pamphlets, putting it on your website, all of that different. So that's having a logo, having set colors for that brand and set style for that brand. Um, because if you're changing your brand every, you know, every week or so, nobody's going to be able to catch up with that. And if you have the same branding, same logo, same kind of aesthetic to it every time that you post, people will know that it's you then. And they'll you recognize like, it. By aesthetic, you mean like colors or do you mean like templates or... Um, well, that depends. Like don't, don't know what aesthetics even means. So <laughs> when I say aesthetic, I mean your style of what you are portraying. So I remember at the beginning of, of my career with Reach, it was very girly, very like college dorm because that's where I was at in my life. But that but now I it's more electric. It has a lot more darker colors, but with an electric blue. And people recognize that now because they see my logo. They see that electric color. And then they see, so when I post, it's either my face or that branding. Mm -hmm. So it's either, or that makes a lot of sense. Um, so what do you think is like the key element when it's all said and done? Like what is the key element that everyone should follow in their social media uh, strategy? So that would have to be consistency. When it comes to your social media strategy, you have to stay consistent because when you're building your audience, when you're building a, you know, up your different brands or when you're building a new brand up, you really want to stay consistent with it. Cause if you're not consistent, you're just going to fall by the wayside. Cause if you stop posting for two months, that all that traction is gone. All that hard work that you put in is gone. So you just have to keep going with it. And whether that's using an automation tool like Buffer or Hootsuite or utilizing a social media manager, like we are doing, um, that will help your consistency a lot. Yeah, I, I really, because I notice a lot of people start, it's like something like, even like in podcasting, like 90% of podcasts don't make it past like episode 12 or something. Mm -hmm. And I, I thought that was crazy. Um, so that being said, um, when, I guess I'll ask it this way, I'll ask it plainly versus trying to think of a unique way to say it. When should somebody <laughs> hire a social media strategist or social media manager? Like when is that time when they're like, we should start offloading this or take or have someone else take care of this? So there's two types of clients that I have. There's the clients that are have been in business, you know, for 30, 20 to 30 years and really, really have a good strategy with their business, but they don't understand social media as quite as much because they didn't grow up with it. And that is where I come in as um, a social media coordinator and strategist because I've done the work I've, I've understood it. And that's my forte now that I can then help them understand it a little bit better. The second client that I have is the business owner that's way too busy to even think about their social media. And that comes with a lot of, um, of trust 
when it comes to it, because, you know, when, when I work with business owners, it's their baby that I'm holding in my hands. And I want to make sure that their voice is being heard through their brand. And I want to make sure that, you know, their views on everything that is shown through their brand as well. And just trying to make sure that I'm conveying it as best as possible through my own voice on their social media. So when it comes down to it, if you are way too busy to even think about your social media, that's when you should be hiring me. Yeah, <laughs> I was thinking, which one am I? Am I one or two? I feel like I'm more of one because maybe because I'm still like a control freak where I'm like, I don't want to really let go of this, right? But you could totally tell. In fact, we should play a fun game, Stephanie, on like, I don't know how we would do this, but I'd be like, hey, which ones are Stephanie's posts and which ones are <laughs> And what, what what is a key, what is a key, um, I think what's so obvious, which one is mine, because usually something's spelled wrong when I do it, um, or it's off center, or is it spelled, okay. spelled wrong in the uh, like description of the post, mm-hmm. if you will. That's usually a dead giveaway. Um, or well, it looks people, like you, go ahead. I was going to say, well, what people don't realize is that I go in and fix those mistakes every once in a while. Oh, so then you, got, you, then you, you ruin the game, Steph. You, you, that's I know, I'm I know, it's the worst. <laughs> so when people are looking to hire a social media strategist, um, or what you do, or social media manager, how do they find the right candidate? Which What questions should they be asking uh, to, to help find that person? Because everybody can say, I'm good at this, but it's not always the case that they're good at what they say they yeah. are, right? Or they're not as good as maybe someone else has been doing it. I don't want to say longer, but just maybe more of a student of the game, if you will. So I'd love to ask, what, what questions should be people asking when they're looking to finally hire one? So because social media is one of those things that's so different for everybody, like every, every social media account that I've worked with, every single one has been different. And I've, I've done very similar strategies for each one, but each one may have better results and some may not have as good of results. It's still good results, but it's not quite where I always want it to be. Um, so I would ask for referrals. Honestly, when you work with, with, when you are working with somebody who has worked with several people in the past, that's somebody who has more credibility. Um, when someone doesn't have a big repertoire or hasn't maybe gone to school for it or has a, the um, the education behind it to really back it up, that's when I see kind of a red flag because I know that there has been several times when I have come into a company and they told me that they worked with either an agency or another social media coordinator and they completely screwed them over. And that's really sad to hear. Um, and you just have to trust your referrals and really trust your network in that. No, I think it's, I, I love that you said that, like the referral aspect of it, you know? Mm-hmm. So, all right. So uh, this might be our last question because of time, but for those that are thinking about it, they're like, maybe they're like, you know, like you were originally like, oh, should I start my own or should I just go work for someone? Or maybe they are and they're afraid to take the leap. Stephanie, what what advice do you have for them or what do you want to say to those people? Just go all in. I think that is the biggest lesson that I learned is going all in with it and really committing to one thing. Yes, at first it was really scary. Yes, at first, I, you know, it wasn't as lucrative as I had hoped it would be. But now that I've I've gone all in with it, I'm growing each year and I'm making strides with everything that I'm doing. So that's really exciting. And it does take time. It does take a lot of time. So you have to be patient too. But when you're building yourself up, just know that you're also learning along the way. Hmm. All right. This is the last question. 
I want to okay. make sure everybody's the same here. So I know we're all over the place. I should ask this sooner, but that's okay. So in terms of one last tip for social media marketing um, on, on social platforms, what is like, I know this is, this is a hard question to ask because every business is so different, but we can ask in a generic way of how do they, like some people go, I don't know what to post. I don't know what to talk about. Do I just promote myself all the time? I'm like, well, no, you shouldn't do that. But I want to hear from you, Stephanie. What is like, a, what is like maybe like a, a, a template that you can kind of generically use in almost every field in terms of what kind of content to post? So on the very base level, post at least three to four times a week. Make sure that each post draws back to you. So if you post a picture of your dog, you can definitely post a picture of your dog. But say something to the effect of, I'm with my coworker today working on some really awesome things that I can't wait to show you guys and go from there. You don't have to necessarily post just about your business, but you can tie your personal pictures back to business as well. And, you know, like I said, putting those, those motivational or inspirational tidbits out there, giving tips about what you do with, with your services, that's a huge thing too. Sharing your knowledge, sharing your expertise with everybody in your audience to really help them to get to the next level because knowledge is power. And when it comes down to it, that's what people want to work with you for your knowledge and your expertise in the, in the field, showcase yourself because you are the expert. You are the person who's doing the thing. So just put it out there and really show people what you have. Yeah. And trust that that's going to be great because you're going to attract the right people that do that. I totally agree. Absolutely. Um, that was a really good answer, Stephanie. Just just to add, just to piggyback or just add one thing off is that one thing I really loved that that is that is I think is worked well for us, especially for like RSVPs. We talked about this yesterday, Stephanie, is is showcasing others and, and celebrating others and thanking others. So like I really love whenever someone purchases, you know, advertising on our podcast. Like I love to show, I love to go above and beyond and showcase what they do. Or when someone even buys a simple general admission ticket, sometimes I'm like, you know what, this person has come to three or four of our last, you know, five or six events. I want to thank that person. It's not even just on my social media, it's on my personal page. Like, hey, I really mm-hmm. want to thank Joe for doing this or thank Sally for doing this because when you highlight others, people just it's appreciation factor. And I think that's another way of content that I like to do it. Um, versus Absolutely. just, hey, come to our event. It's like, no, Sally's come to our event. Joe's come to our event. Thank you, Joe. Have you met Joe yet? Joe's really great. If you want to meet Joe, you should come to our event versus, yeah. hey, just come to our event. Um, so, exactly. Um, and uh, you've done a really, really great job with that stuff. Like, uh, that was actually our post yesterday. So, that Thank being you. said, that is all <laughs> the time we have here today. Stephanie, for those that really connect with you, maybe they're ready to take the leap and um, offload some of their social media. Um, what is the best way for them to get in contact with you? So they can either message me on my Instagram page, which which is at ReachDMS, or you can also email me at Stephanie at ReachDigitalMediaSolutions.com. Awesome. And we're going to have that in our uh, bio for this podcast as well. So if you're driving, don't worry, don't get in a car accident, drive right <laughs> down. Um, and even though it's really simple, um, th- uh, again, Stephanie, I know you're busy running, not just our social media, but a, a lot of other local businesses right here in Western <laughs> New York and across the, the country as well, as we heard earlier. So thanks for your time. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. If you loved listening to the Western New York Entrepreneurs Podcast and want more, subscribe to it and head on over to WNYEntrepreneur.com for articles, what's coming up next, and to get involved. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.